Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Donna and Steve here on My Talk 1071. It's good to be a part of the show. Thanks for being here. Brother Rob is here in hour three. Now, Brother Rob, let me fill you in on something. Right. I um I am have long been a fan of the standards. You sit me down and we're gonna listen to some Sinatra. Dean Martin, nice. Tony Bennett, depending on the day that you ask me, I have a different favorite. Although, you know, it could be song to song. I'm like, Frank's the best. Dino's the best. And Dino. then I hear Tony Bennett come in and I'm like, yeah, his voice is incredible. What are we going to do? So a few years ago, back in 2017, uh, one Anthony Bennett was touring and was making a stop at Mystic Lake Casino Hotel. And I thought, well, this sounds great. So I was able to get tickets to go and see him, and I was just so pumped. Now, one interesting thing about this, well, there were a few. First of all, he was 90 when he did it. So unbelievable that he was touring when he was 90. His daughter was the opening act, and she was fine. He comes out, first song, Stepping Out With My Baby. I love that song, Mm -hmm. Stepping Out With My Baby. And he starts going, but almost immediately... He fumbled a line or two, and I thought, "Oh man, this maybe this is maybe this is what we're in for tonight." Because he's ninety, for the love of the Lord, he's ninety, and he's touring. He gathers himself, is able to finish the song, doesn't drop any more lyrics. All is well. After the song, if I recall correctly, standing ovation for Tony Bennett. People are out of their seats at Mystic Lake, standing ovation. Can we even believe it's Tony Bennett? Lights go down again. They brought the house lights up. Now we're clapping. Back down. Another song. He's singing. Song ends. We're up again. We're standing again. We're clapping again. (laughs) The house lights are up again. Now, every song he would end, every single song, with his fists pumped in the air and a ha. Each song would end that way. Didn't matter what the song was. You knew it was over. Ah, when he would do this, and then we would all get to our feet. I'm not kidding you. We must have done eight standing ovations. I did not know when the show was going to end or if it oh, would man. continue. I found a little bit of uh, of the video. Here he is singing after he had re- regained his uh, prowess, stepping out with my baby, song number one. And you'll hear he just does the perfect Tony Bennett thing right in the middle of the song where he just says it or sings it in a little bit of a different way. So then he says, come on. And at this point, Tony Bennett, come on. And he waves you on. And then he just sort of, you know, leisurely walks around the piano, stands next to the bassist while the bassist, you know, take me on a walk, Tony. And then they're just doing their thing. 
And it, maybe it was a time for him to catch his breath, but that's also the way that they just did music back in the day. He uh, He's like a talk singer. Which I love. Yeah. It feels so storyteller to me. Uh, not quite as much of a talk singer as Jimmy Durante was. His He was, and, and again, just a voice that is just so good. Uh, but there he is, Tony Bennett. Since my Sherry left me, every day is summer. <laughs> Oh, That's God. great, it's Steve. It's good to be with you. Christmas is going to be here before we know it. Wow. Um, hmm. And you know the the global pandemic has shut Hollywood production down, but don't worry about it. Mm? Hallmark announced yesterday, one hundred days until Christmas begins on its network, that Hallmark will debut. 23 new movies over the holidays with Hallmark oh movies and mysteries prepa- um, premiering, excuse me, an additional 17. That brings a total to 40 films that ties with last Whoa. year's record setting schedule. Wow. Well, listen, you could argue, Donna, that we need cheesy Christmas movies now more than ever. Hmm. Now more than ever. We're 162 days currently from Christmas. <sighs> Is it going to be canceled, Mom? We wish you Corona Christmas. We wish you Corona. Steve, There's going to be a lot of spooks. That would be a real bummer. Here, here's what sucks: is that the fall is the great unknown, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, also, what sucks is that I think they they were hopeful that this virus spread would slow down during the summer not transmitting as much outdoors and stuff like that. Now, look, depends on who you talk to. It could be that we have enhanced testing and more people are testing positive, but it's because we're testing at a greater... I don't know. But if in the fall there is a a resurgence or a continuation of what we're seeing now and in comes the seasonal flu, that's what they've long said has been a problem, is the two of those things happening at the same time, oh, which yes. puts a real crunch on hospitals and ICU beds and ventilators, etc. That's the great unknown that we don't know about. So I don't know if in the fall life is going to be just like it is now, mm-hmm. similar freedoms, mm-hmm. or if it will more closely resemble March, mid-March to, let's say, mid-May when we just were inside, essentially, right. for two months. Right. And it's going to be cold and dark and lonely. Donna. What? Rob, are you a big fan of Christmas? Who isn't? Some people. Well, hey, I grew up in Vermont. How oh, can I not, how can I not be, right? Talk, talk about holiday movies. Oh, my gosh. Do you watch White Christmas? I'm okay. I've never seen it. Rob, Rob. oh my God. I wanted to spoil the real thing. No, but, but you'll. I probably you, would enjoy it. You would. Well, listen, you like you like crooners too, I'm taking it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I was just. Um, you got Bing Crosby um, in that. You got Danny Kaye in that. I think Rosemary Clooney is in that. It's just really, really wonderful. And it's, and of course, it's all about we got to get to Vermont so that we can have ourselves a white Christmas. Sure enough, they get there. Spoiler. And Vermont is having a, an unseasonable heat wave at the time. Uh, but you'd love it. It's happened uh, a handful of times over the last few years. I've gone back to see my mom, and uh, there's been no snow on the front oh, lawn. Weird. Oh, That is very weird. weird. Is Vermont the way Beautiful. that we picture it in our heads? 
Is it it's that even pretty? Be- it's even better. Really? Oh, sweet. I What's the capital retire? of Vermont? It's Montpelier. Yes. Oh, man. I don't think I would have ever gotten that on a test. How many people? Are- I'm going to look up Vermont. All right, Steve. Uh, back when I was growing up, there was a, a legend that there were more cows than people, but I don't think that's true anymore. I think there's about, what, 600,000 people there now? 623,000, wow, Rob. good. Good guess. My gosh. Don, have you ever been to Vermont? I don't think I've been as far as Vermont. No. Oh, my I've been, sweet Well, I've been Lord. to Maine, and I, Connecticut, Boston, Mass. Oh, my Yeah, Lord. I, I want to go to Rhode Island. I want to go to Vermont. Anybody near a computer right now, do yourself a favor. Donna, this is you. All go right. to Google. Google. Google the word Vermont. Ver. Mont. And then click on images. Yep. And drink this in. Can somebody oh, pour me so a pumpkin pretty. spice beer? It looks fake. Oh, how beautiful. It looks like this is where Gilmore Girls would have been set. Oh, it's it so just pretty. Looks like any Hallmark movie. Because you know like they a always painting. Happen they all these... look like paintings. Wow. Right. Really pretty. Was it Virginia just a few years ago that got busted? They had published a photo in um like a travel magazine oh, was it vermont? and it was actually a picture of vermont <laughs> oh my gosh that's funny that's a good oh, that's trick great. oh that's good <laughs> that's good all right we gotta go um yeah. we're gonna come back with a study though aren't we steve we are donna thank you for uh you for asking bet, buddy. about it we do have a study uber eats has released some of the weird food combos that people have been purchasing during the pandemic it spins into our facebook question today too uh, which is all right only one condiment can remain which one and why we'll get to some of your responses on that when we return on the don and steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment okay we're back donna and steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment it's a throwback thursday don't forget coming up at 11 30 steve will quiz me on my music Knowledge. Our time will span from 1962 all the way to the year 2000. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. right. I'm going to be confident because I never lose. Yeah. You've been crushing it. Oh, man. Oh, we're going to have to tell, um, we're going to have to tell Rob how to, how to execute the game. Yeah. I just said, Rob and I just had a conversation. I just sent you a little note. I tried FaceTiming you twice and I texted you you once during the break. What's a guy got to do? I'm multitasking. Uh, All right. Try me after this. Okay. Studies have shown that studies have shown that the microbial. Several long term studies have shown. They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. I'm Donna. Hey, a lot man. of people you ruined or, it. Or, I'm sorry, what were you going to say? I'm Donna. Oh, sorry. And I'm Steve. Oh. <laughs> a lot of people have been ordering food. It's easy. Get it dropped at the door. No contact. I remember the first time I heard that they were just going to drop it at your door. I thought, well, this is my dream come true. No awkward chit chat with the delivery person. Right. This is great. And now it will probably never change. Anyway, Uber Eats uh, just released a list of some of the most unexpected condiments and side items that people have ordered with their food so far this year i'll just rattle off a few and you tell me thumbs up or thumbs down okay pizza with ketchup nope why what's the point that's tomato on tomato correct that's tomato on sugary tomato yes i like ketchup though i do like ketchup 
boy, oh boy. I am a ketchup person. I like a thick cut fry. And I like some ketchup. You know what fries I really like? The fresh cut fries at the state fair. Mmm. Dang it. Yeah, those How are about- good. Remember that giant bucket you had? Oh, yeah. The one time? So good. Oh, so, so good. So good. Fish with American cheese has been ordered many times at Uber Eats. Mm. Can I get a side of American cheese? Just a craft single on top of that tilapia, please? Thank you. Mm. Green olives with... What do you dip green olives in? Uh, Honey mustard. I love honey mustard. Yeah, that's good, too. That's Honey mustard might be my one condiment if I had to choose. We have a lot of responses on our Facebook we'll get to in a moment. Uh, Some folks have ordered white rice with applesauce. This sounds like a food that you would feed an infant. They (laughs) they have these squeeze pouches, and you go, and you're like, okay, buddy, what are you going to eat right now? And sometimes it's like pear and banana, and you're like, well, that makes sense. And other times it's beef, rice, and apple, and you just think, boy, it would suck to be a baby. They don't, know, they don't know how bad this crap is that I'm giving them. They just enjoy that they can suck it out of this pouch. Right. You know, the pouch, the suckable pouch really transformed the baby feeding game. Oh. Suckable pouch. I suppose. And uh, chicken hibachi with matzo balls. Seem like a bizarre pairing. Chicken hibachi and matzo balls. What's chicken hibachi? Don't ask follow-up questions. Our Facebook question today was, only one condiment can remain. Which one and why? I would go honey mustard because I feel like I could put put honey mustard on a salad if I needed to. Honey mustard with chicken tenders, fantastic. I dip fries in honey mustard, and I could put it on a burger. I'm going honey mustard. All right. Uh, Rob, where are you going? With chicken? No, just in general. It's like the most versatile condiment in your mind, and every other condiment, whatever you say is the only condiment that exists moving forward. Dijon mustard. Oh, Whoa. so good. I do Fancy love mustard. Pants. It's good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep soy sauce. Mm. Is that right? No. <laughs> I wouldn't. It's got to be ketchup. You. It's got to be ketchup. We got a lot of ketchup. Uh, some folks saying on our Facebook, mustard, love it, low in sugar, too. And it really does go well on just about... Anything. Yeah, yeah. Now, what do we make of these mayo people? Um, I I am anti mayo, so I am going to say um, they need to they need to be blocked. <laughs> All right, <laughs> they need to Millennial be... Hannah blocked anybody that said mayo. Block them on our Facebook page. Oh, Amy uh, said because it's perfection mayo. Lesia said it mayo because it makes a sandwich better. It's great with fries and wonderful on any salad. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. My only encounter with mayo has been, I used to get a spicy chicken sandwich at Wendy's, number six, mayonnaise only. I don't know what made me like mayo. I got it one time, and I was like, well, this is actually pretty good. I do not on that like mayo sandwich. on a sandwich. Mm-mm. Oh, really? No. I like a dry sandwich. Thank you. That's the least surprising thing. Oh, shush. Gene uh, says vodka. <laughs> That's, That's good. A1 is on here. That's Tom. A lot of people are dipping their fries in mayo. A1's a sleeper. You think about A1, you can, of course, you could dip a steak into it. My, my, you know, compliments to the chef, but I need some A1. If you've ever dipped fries in it, it's really good. It is. It is oh, good. that does sound good. That actually, uh, that appeals to me for sure. Whoa, Barbie puts Thai peanut sauce on everything. Meat, sweet potatoes, veggies, chips. She mm. loves it. Peanut sauce is really underrated. That is it some is good. good stuff. You are oh, so right about top that. Top the tater. I just got on board this year with Top the Tater. Oh, really? Yeah, just pick some up. So good. So good, Steve. Boy, I think so mayo and mustard are, are the winners. winners. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of ketchups, too, though. A lot of ketchups. After the break. Ah, I'm scared. We're playing a game. It's called All Throwback right. Thursday Music Trivia. I'll quiz Dawn on random bits of music trivia from years gone by. Will her undefeated streak continue? You can play along. Nothing up for grabs. That game next on my talk. Hello. Good morning. How art thou? Welcome back. So well. Guten Tag. Hey, we should remind our folks again, anybody who's missed it or is just tuning in for the first time this week, uh, Cat Video Fest 2020. It's on. Yeah. different. It's the virtual quarantine edition. The Cat Video Fest is going to premiere Online, 8 p.m., Thursday, August 20th. You can submit your cat videos right now. What have you been doing with them during the quarantine? You've got a chance to win 1000 bucks. More info found at mytalk1071.com. Keyword cat. Yay! Let's rewind, shall we? Shall we? Donna and Steve present Throwback Thursday! We need to go back in time. we got to go old school. Any questions about the old days? Why, yes, there are. It's time for Steve Patterson to quiz longtime radio disc jockey Donna Valentine on Old School Tunes. Well, this Whoa. just sounds like a blast to me. Steve, watch out. Throw it back, yeah. Throw it back. Donna, have you stretched? No. I'm really chubby right now. I don't want to talk about it. I am too. I'm almost tempted to, I don't know. Now, I have to really commit. If I'm going to take a picture of myself without my shirt on, I would have to really commit. But I will say this. my, My hunched over situation right now mm. like just sitting with bad posture yeah is not good <laughs> oh, how bad was he all right we're gonna play a game you don't have to be an athlete to play this game okay dateline 1962 okay the beach boys oh beach buddy the beach boys yep signed to Capitol records Right here in the good old U.S. of A. Yep. 
Their first hit song came out in September of that year. Hmm. It was written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love. The Beach Boys first recorded this song at World Pacific Studios way back in February of that year of 1962 in what was the band's second ever recording session. Oh, Name this first hit song by the Beach Boys. Okay. Just let me talk it out for a second Absolutely. here. So, um, so good vibrations. That had to be in the 70s. So it's not going to be that. Why do I'm, you say that? Well, I just want to get inside your brain. Um, I have a very clear reference to the song. I was in Color Guard and it was a song that we used and it had to be like 77, okay. 79. Okay. okay. I'm going to say with some certainty, which means none, that the song is called Barbara Ann. Ba 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 Ann. Which I, I can't believe it's actually Barbara Ann. I went through the first 30 years of my life thinking it was Bop a Ran. Bop 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 a Ran. But they're singing to Barbara Ann. What if I told you that you shouldn't lock that in as your final answer? Because I don't think you were going to. I don't think you were going to uh, lock no, that in. No, of course not. No, 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 no. no, no. no, no. Because you were going to go, because you were thinking they're, they're the Beach Boys. Mm-hmm, and this mm-hmm. first hit song would sort of be an extension of who they are as a band. Mm-hmm. An extension of who they are. So, be they, California. You're think, yeah, there's a bit uh, in the activity that happens in California. Oh, surfing in the USA. Final. But, wait, wait a second, Don't lock though. it in. Yeah, you didn't say final answer. No one was going to lock it in. Uh, you know, if you were in uh, Africa and um, you were touring safari, and I know you're surfing safari, final answer. Nice. Yes! Wow! Woo! How does she do it? I don't know. Ding ding ding! Everybody's surfing now. Everybody's surfing now. Come on, safari with me. I mean, music used to be so simple. Oh, I love the Beach Boys. Ah, so good. Good job, Donna. You're one for one. Thank you. All right. One for one. Here we go. Dateline 1995. I was 12. Shut up. This rap singer was the victim of a carjacking attempt that went wrong, leaving her bodyguard shot and wounded, leaving her bodyguard shot and wounded. Name this rap singer. Wow. What? She said there was a a carjacking situation? Went wrong. She was the victim of a carjacking attempt. Went sideways, left her bodyguard shot and wounded. You could uh, you could call her a rapper. Okay. A hip hop artist. All right. You could call her an actress. Ninety five. Queen Latifah. Final. You are crushing yeah. it. Donna. How does she do it? Ding 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 ding. I pew, didn't even pew, have pew, to. Pew yeah, pew 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 I didn't even have to give you a living single hint. No, that I wouldn't have prepared. helped. But oh thank really? You. Came on right after Martin. Ooh. Martin! Oh, God. Sorry. <laughs> my, my baby's sleeping in the next room, too. I'm going to wake the baby up. It's going to be old. Thing. Oh, man. All, All right. right. Good job. Dateline 
2000. I was a sophomore in high school. Uh, again, shut up. This group went to number one on the charts with their debut release, Parachutes. Oh. They also had other hits on this album, including Shiver, uh-huh, uh-huh. Trouble, oh. and Don't Panic, and won the Grammy. 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 Pick me up, Grammy. For Best Alternative <laughs> Music Album in 2002. Is this the year we're talking about, 2002? It's 2000, but they won the Grammy for uh, Best Alternative Music Album in 2002. Um, is it... Give me more milk, Grammy! Stop being Sorry. weird, Coldplay. Maybe? Oh, so good. Yes. Now, I didn't mention... That yellow was one of I know, I know. these songs because it would have yes. given it to you. But man, oh, man, this is the band that I picked for doing a on the porch concert for you. If you could choose, yes. there's a lot of variety of their sound. Yes, they've okay. sort of evolved a bit through the years because yes. they don't do much of this stuff anymore. Right. They'd of course cap the night with uh, uh, what's it? Uh, I never meant. No, no, no. Wait. Uh, fix you. Fix you. Oh, fix you. Great song. Okay. Are we Good done? Good job, Don. No, we're not done. All right, bye. Don't try to rush through this. Sorry. Durna, how dare you? Durna? We have one more. We're going to stay in this same year. The year is 2000. In the year 2000. This group went to <laughs> numero uno mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on the charts. Mm-hmm. With Bent. The single was taken from their second album called Mad Season. Mm, mm. Tuck it out. What's going on in your uh, old um, brain? Okay, so is this like an uh, is this an alt type of group? I like where you're headed. Your compass is set in the right direction. Okay, okay, okay. I should know this. Mad Season. I don't know why my first thought was Green Day, but I don't think that's... That doesn't sound like your final thought. Something I would not lock in. No, yeah, not at no, all. No, that's nope, definitely nope, your first nope, thought. Nope, yep. Gosh, it's Mad amazing season. to watch. Okay, I know this. The song is called Bent. That actually didn't help me. And then you'll hear it, and you'll be like, oh, of course. Mad season, mad season. I know this. I know this. I'm going to need some hintage. Okay. No. Bad season. Ah, oh, and it's. I think it's a really good album. I think it is too. I am. Uh, I'm watching the show alone on History Channel. Six mention of the show. Okay. Today, all contestants would be better off if they had this. Mm. <laughs> Matchbox Twenty final. Yes. Mad season, yes. Bent. Yes. Well, that was so fun, Steve. I can't believe I won again. I mean, it was like, keep happening. It's four for four. It's remarkable. Let's ask uh, Brother Rob now. Now that you've seen greatness 
up close and personal right through the glass. She went four for four. It continues her undefeated streak. How's this impacting you emotionally, Brother Rob? I think we should play it again tomorrow. <laughs> oh, a little flashback Friday. Uh, unfortunately, we play another game um, on Fridays okay. called Drunk Donna and Stoner Steve. Oh, that could be fun, too. Oh, yes. It always is. What happens is, Rob, uh, Rocco takes uh, random bits from the week and slows them down at half speed on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And invariably, we sound really inebriated and under the influence. And like we have nothing to talk about. <laughs> That's the trouble. That's the, the most troubling part. Is the, yeah, we're just like, why were we talking about that? It's amazing that uh, that we haven't had a, a management pull us in, play a Drunk Don and Stoner Steve, <laughs> and then just say, so why were you talking about that? <laughs> you know, like now that you hear it at half speed, you realize what a waste of time that Correct. was. Right? Yes. Well, maybe but you after know what? tomorrow. <laughs> Here's the, it could, tomorrow could be finally the one that tips us over. Yep. I think the good thing for us all to understand, and management and consultants included, is we're all basically idiots, and we like stupid things. Right? Yes, yeah, you're right. Yes, yes, yes. you're my little buddy, boo. All right, uh, we're going to go. Uh, well, no, no, no. We, have to, we can only take a quick break. We have to come back. Oh, we have to come back. Okay, final stretch. We'll do the final stretch. There was a jewelry store that went out of business. They had to close down, of course, oh, in the sad. COVID-19 crisis. It was sad until the owner had a very interesting idea. They reopened in a bizarre way that I think could make them a whole lot more money than they could have had they just had their brick and mortar open. Mm. I'll explain what they did when we come back. It's the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Another visitor on the Donna and Steve Show. What? Yeah. Isn't it illegal? You're not allowed to see anyone. I can see stuff. Who did you see now? Um, so our boss, Amy Daniels. A D. Oh, did she bring her dog? Yep. <gasps> Steve. No. no. This dog is adorable. Oh. Her no. name is Quinn. She's some kind of doodle doodle. A doodle doodle. And she is gorgeous. She looks like a stuffed animal. She's just a puppy. She'll do a little baby. Anyway, oh, we're back. Hey guys. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Hey. It's me, Steve. Smoking Steve is what a lot of people call me. You can also go <laughs> to Steve Patterson. You can go to smokingsteve.com. It is a uh, website that they purchased for me on Twin Cities Live when they heard me start talking about my ability to <laughs> smoke things. It is uh, there's no content and there likely never will be. But today on Twin <laughs> Cities Live at three o'clock, I will uh, if you want to see my method for smoking ribs. And did they pass my wife, who has a very high bar with food? She has a very particular palate. You could be at fine dining. You could say this is the best spot in in the Twin Cities to eat. It's a coin flip as to whether or not she will rave about it. You know, a lot of places, you know, Seinfeld does this in his stand-up routine about how a lot of great restaurants aren't that great. (laughs) He says he leaves them, and he's like, you know, most of them are like, eh, this didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. But I always want to go to those places because... We've had the the chefs of the some of the finest restaurants in town. Oh, absolutely! Come on to Twin Cities Live, and they cook for us right there. The food is fabulous, and then that makes me even more of a homebody because I'm like, well, I've never been to that restaurant, but you know, Chef Thomas Bamer did come onto the show and make me brisket. Nice spoils you. You know what I'm saying? Gavin yes. Kaysen comes to you, makes food for you. It's a very spoiling experience. Yes, and then I go to Culver's on the weekend. 
There's a jewelry store owner who they this guy's in Michigan. His business gets turned upside down because of the pandemic. It's got to shut down. It's really just a big bummer for him. And then he came up with, I think, a really cool idea. His name is Johnny Perry. Johnny Perry. <laughs> From Washington <laughs> Township in Michigan. Johnny Perry. Tonight, don't forget, uh, stick around. Tony Bennett is coming up. But first, here to welcome you to the Palisades is Johnny Perry. Johnny Perry. He's got to be doing a lot of good JP, local commercials. JP, JP. Where'd you get your diamond from Johnny Perry? Where'd you get your ruby from Johnny Perry? <laughs> anyway, so he inherited the jewelry store from his dad. Okay. Tommy Perry. No, I don't know what his dad's name was. But he's run it his whole life. So he had to shut it down for the pandemic. Big bummer. He closed the business, took the entire inventory out of the store, and buried it as treasure all around Michigan. So now he's launching a treasure quest to find each of the stashes of buried gold, diamonds, silver, and more. So people can buy tickets to the quests. This is brilliant. They get clues where the treasure is buried, and then from there it's a race. Tickets cost $49 per quest. So smart. Each treasure is worth around $4,000. Wow. The first one starts August 1st, so let's just do the math. Why can't he just make it 50? See what I mean? I know, Donna. Just stop with the I nines, know. right? Whereas I kind of like the four and the four, 49 for 4000 So if you have 100 people that buy a ticket, $49 ticket, to try to get a clue as to where this hidden $4,000 treasure is, then you've already made that money. But what if you get 150 now you've made over $6,000 on 4000 of inventory. This could actually become quite profitable. Which brings me to the to the one Ponzi scheme I've thought of. Okay. Anytime somebody came around and did a raffle, a 50-50, yeah. I thought, well, heck, this seems like a good way to make money. You're at a football game. They sell you tickets. I'm always like, what, I spend five bucks here and I could win $600? This sounds great. Yeah. I thought, why don't you just run a raffle? Jimmy, instead of mowing people's lawns this summer, hello, I'm selling raffle tickets. Half the proceeds go to me eventually going to college or whatever. Sure. And the other half goes to the winner. That's a great idea. I'm sure it's illegal. It's probably a Ponzi, a scheme of some sort. Johnny Perry! (laughs) So 50-50 means you rip the ticket and, right? Like I get one... Yeah, well, you'll well the, you'll get one ticket. I think it means two things. First of all, yes, yes. you'll get one ticket, and then you they have the to. other one. The I have the other, other one. Side. But also, half of the winnings, fifty percent, right. go to the winner. Fifty percent right. go to the organization. Got it. Okay. My mom used to sell fifty fifties a lot. Oh, really? Yeah, that's it's a what very we call small them, town fifties. Yeah, fifty fifties. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Hey, did you guys do this? I don't think it's probably not politically correct. Maybe you call it like a something tray, a tricky tray. A tricky tray? We used to call and I don't know why, so please don't get mad at me, but we used to call it a Chinese auction. Right? So you'd okay. have all these um you'd have all these things laid out, all these uh prizes, okay? So you have a TV here. Then you have a picture of Sonny and Cher that's autographed. Then you have, I don't know why, because I really wanted this picture of Sonny and Cher when I was a kid. 
And what you do is you buy a bunch of tickets and you put as many of them in the pail in front of that prize as you want from all the tickets that you bought, right? And so if you want something more, you're going to put more tickets in it. And then at the end of the night, somebody would start doing the drawings. They'd stick their hand in the bucket, pull out a thing, Sonny and Cher thing, even though you put 14 of them in there. Went to Alice over there. Again. Right. Uh, this is the same thing that we do at the world-famous Hubbard holiday party. Yes. You have fish bowls. You want a plasma? Good. Put your tickets in a plasma. So we do a casino night beforehand, and then you're dropping tickets in, trying to get a plasma, trying to get right. a Roomba, a Delta what do you, flight I, voucher. Isn't there a name for that? And I have no idea why it was called a Chinese auction. I, well, let me see if I can look this up quickly. To, oh, to this is a great way to auction. end the show by learning something, right? Um, oh, okay. Silent auctions usually have a minimum bid for each item, which Chinese auctions don't have. So if everyone only buys a few tickets, you're not going to... Uh, okay, oh, here we go. Chinese auction, also known as a penny raffle or a chance auction. At the time, Chinese laborers, oh, this is not great. So it's not good, right? Were paid oh. low wages. Terrible. And then Chinese came to mean cheap in American <gasps> slang. That's terrible. Because the raffle tickets are inexpensive. Perhaps this led to the characterization no. of that. So look, hey, now you know better. We learned. Better. Yeah. yeah. That's all. That is that is a terrible, terrible. I think if you look deeply into a lot of the origins of things we say, I remember people calling me out on some things like in college, I would say something and I was like, oh, wait, I'm not... What that? What right? That means that. Oh, I still hear people say things, and you you know it's because of just ignorance. Ignorance, yeah. And no other reason, like no ill intent. It's just right. not realizing it. Well, yeah. Steve, this has been great. Um, great learning with you. Can um, you? Uh, hey, let's check in with Robbie. That's more important. Robert, how are you feeling? Oui, Monsieur. Oui, oui, Monsieur. Uh, you're at the end of a very long stretch here. What's next in your day? Are you going? Are you going to go sleep in a hammock somewhere? I'm going to go work on the uh, podcast for Jason and Alexis, mm. and I'll work on the uh, best of replay segments for Don and Steve and Jason and Alexis. And when we use that term loosely, but when, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be best of. It can just be stuff. It can just the be Don and Steve okay. stuff. <laughs> Don and Steve stuff. There you go. That's a little better. When are you going to get to bed tonight if all goes according to plan? <sighs> I uh, I went to sleep last night at nine thirty. I was wide awake at twelve thirty. Oh, oh no! Rob. So I've been going since about twelve thirty in the morning. Oh, oh gosh! Man. Well, thank you for working hard yeah, on those shows today. Uh, Love having you it's on. Fun working with you guys. Aww. Oh, Steve. See that? He likes us. When he people really don't know us, us well, <laughs> they like us. <laughs> Great. Uh, Steve. Yeah. Have a good day. Okay. It's great hanging out with you. Uh, don't forget, listen to the Lori and Julia show today at 3 o'clock. <laughs> oh, nice! Same time the Twin Cities Live airs live <laughs> on Channel 5, and I will co-host that with Elizabeth Reese. Oh, we'll check out your smoked goods. <laughs> yes, indeed. All right. Have a good day, everybody. Let's have lunch. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.